0: We've got David Dome on the line now. He's the uh, GM of the Wellington Phoenix. Got him on to talk about well, one thing: the curious story of the what do they call it? The big bashification of the A League. They're trying to make it uh, an entertainment package. Well, trialling it for a month in the season, uh, throwing ideas like flares from the stands and fan zones and lights and music being played and so on and so forth. Where do you stand on this? And what are the Phoenix going to do? Hi, <laughs> hey,
1: Dar Thanks hey, for the mate. call. Uh, thanks for answering uh, no, yeah no problems at all Anytime. look uh, look there's no doubt that that, that sports these days has to be an entertainment product and you know let's look at the big bass to do a great job of it um, none of the stuff is new except for maybe the the music and the, the videos at corners which to be honest I hadn't heard about that until it was there was those media reports out of Australia um, there is a meeting tomorrow amongst the event managers which I'm sure it's going to come up with not 100% convinced, to be honest. I can't see how that is going to um, uh, lend itself to the to the spectacle any more than what, for example, yellow fever or our fans do with their singing and chanting at those times. So, not convinced about that. But certainly, you know, you know, having smoke and lights in the crowd, that that's nothing new. You get pyros at sports events all the time these days, and dead keen to have a look at that and seeing how we can enhance the um, the, the matchday experience for the fans that do come along. Um, and you know, with the objective to get more and more people to the game.
0: It sounds to me like you haven't exactly been involved in this process. Would that be right?
1: Well, to be fair, no, to be, the, the thing about the, the smoke and the life of the games, I raised that with the FFA last year, and I said, look, I'd be keen on looking into this to see how we can enhance the game day you know, experience to make it more exciting in terms of uh, off-the-field type of stuff. Um, so I, I've been keen to have a look at that. But like I said, there's nothing new that, that a lot of sporting codes don't do already um the all blacks have pyros at their games the rugby guys have pyros and we've had pyros at our games as well and it all adds to the experience so that's nothing new we just want to go a bit bigger on that if we can but um yeah the, the, this thing about the corners that and the videos mm, that's in the music photo corners that's new hadn't heard of that and so I want to have a good look at that before we go any further on that, that's for sure.
0: Mate, you're the GM of one of the teams in the A League, and I know you guys have had your issues from time to time, and you get treated sometimes uh, like the step kid and the like, but um, do, do you feel a bit myth that you've not actually been involved in these discussions yet to find out about this through the media?
1: Well, I think that's happening. We're not the only ones. I think talking to some of the other guys, they haven't heard about these things either. I think um, Greg O'Rourke floated this to in a media article couple of days ago and hasn't run up past the (gasps) clubs. certainly the things about the smoke and the lights yes that has been raised but these things about music and video no that hasn't been raised yet
0: right so you're not forced to do anything at this stage oh no no, definitely not so i think with the um some of these
1: initiatives is with a a couple of clubs are looking at them like i said we're keen to i mean working pretty closely with westpac stadium on um how we can use pyros at our games um but not we certainly have not looked at music and videos at Corner.
0: So tell us about what safe smoke actually is. Because, according to one of these articles um, yeah, coming out of, uh, which is probably you read it all as well, uh, that you're going to be involved, Central Coast and Wellington matches will feature safe smoke after the stadiums agreed to trial controlled flare releases. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, it's exactly what it says it is. So, all it is is a, it's a bit of visual, um, and you can combine it with a bit of lighting to give us a bit of atmosphere. And all it is, it. it, it uh, um, it's low irritant, so it won't affect anybody in the crowd. And it just gives it a little bit more atmosphere and a little bit more light and colour on game day and, and that experience. And it's and it's good for the crowd. It, dis, it dissipates very, very quickly, and you get a one-off uh, effect to it. So we haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it in action yet, um, but it's something we're keen to look at.
0: Okay, so you just, just to go over it again, because, you know, I'm the media, I'm a bit thick, and I need this punched into me, basically. You're not interested in music at Corners.
1: Again, I haven't even heard anything about it. haven't seen any trials about it. I haven't seen any video of what it would look like. At this stage, I, certainly at this stage, I'm not keen on it because, like I say, I think our fans do a pretty good job at um, putting in some of those spaces sometimes with a thing and enchanting. And I think that would actually negatively affect that. Um, wouldn't rule it out, but to be honest with you, not keen.
0: What else have you guys come up with? Because, plainly, you're an entertainment package, as you stated at the start of this interview, and you need to get people along there. And then the entertainment on the park... In this day and age, probably isn't enough. So, have you guys been actively looking at ways to to increase your crowds?
1: Very much so. So, the first game that we are, that we're at home at on Labor Weekend at the end of October, where we're, uh, we're going to go very big on that. We've got a number of entertainment acts already booked for people as they come into the stadium. Because it's not just the game day experience; it's right from when you walk up to the stadium and even before that. Um, so, we've got entertainment booked for our phone. We've got bands. We've got musical groups. We've got. Uh, a Brazilian samba band who are excellent, who Batacata, who do a number of things around Wellington, are very very good. Uh, we've got on-field entertainment at half-time. Uh, we're going to put it on as much as we can do, and this is part of it is looking at these the smoke and these lights during the game as well, that maybe that can add something to it. We want to have um, uh, kids doing chanting and singing into the in the crowd, and we're working with a number of schools, low decile schools around Wellington, to get these kids to come into the game and and really add to the atmosphere with singing and chanting. So number of the things that we're working on um, to really kick the game, to kick the season off well on, on over weekends.
0: Yeah, but you do this yourself. This is not something that's been pushed on you by the A-League, right? No,
1: no, absolutely not. No, we've, you know, we've known this for a long time that you've got to try and do it. And it's not always, not always easy to, to pull, you know, aggregate and pull these things together. So you've got to do the best you can with the resources you've got. Um, but, you know, we have we put it to the board And the board is very, very supportive They said, look, go big on the first couple of games Let's really get the season off to a good start Let's get some wins on the board Get plenty of, of, of supporters there the first game To get in behind the players and the team And let's kick the season off as, as well as we can do And then we'll take it from there And if it keeps going and we're going well We'll, we'll chuck more money and more money out As long as we can get those people coming back And supporting the club Then we'll put on the best entertainment that we can
0: I remember going over and watching games of football over in Britain when I lived over there 20, 30 years ago, and the, the entertainment, obviously, on the, on the park itself, but the crowd, it was organic, and that's something that was yeah. just stunning, and you're not probably going to get that over here. We don't have the, I mean, the Kiwi attitude's not like that, is it? But you've got the Yellow Fever, who do their bit, yeah. and they've created their own fun. Did, do you work with them to try and initiate yeah. more kind of organic entertainment within the crowd? Do you have a, a hand-in-hand with them?
1: yeah we're very close. yellow fever are excellent. We work really closely with them you're absolutely right that's the difference that football. does have over a number of other codes in, in new Zealand is that they they the yellow fever do a great job of singing and chanting their and they're entertainment in themselves now we've mm. we've 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 tried to grow that there that that base as much as we can. We've got an unbelievable offer where you can get a, a full season membership for a student for under fifty dollars in yellow fever <laughs> you know for for a twelve thirteen game home fourteen game home season you can be a you can be a student's yellow fever member which is just unbelievable, 150 bucks, And we're really keen to to, to, to build out Yellow Fever as much as we can and to help. We do a lot of things together, a lot of initiatives together. And like I say, we're very, we're very uh, thankful for the difference that those guys make and the atmosphere they bring to the stadium, whether it's the singing, the chanting, the drums, whatever. You know, people come to games and say, that was an amazing experience, even though there may have been you know, under 10,000 people there at the stadium. As I said, you know, the atmosphere you get at a Phoenix game is, is, is really, 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 really good. Um, and it's all a lot of it's driven by what the other field and the singing, the chanting they do, and hopefully the result on the field as well.
0: Yeah, and what else have you got in the way of season tickets? Are they all out and running now, are they, David?
1: Yep, season tickets been on sale now for a good couple of weeks. They're ticking over, over quite nicely, over 3,000. They're still going strong as we head into the last five weeks for the start of the season. We've set ourselves a target. We want to have 6,000 season tickets for uh, this season that will continue to sell throughout the season On you know, as, we, as we progress and obviously the more that you the better you do the more you sell um, but you know we're pleased by how it's gone and you know I think the difference that Mark's made and the, the changes that he's made and, and how he's talking he wants to bring the team together I think that's really helped the people getting on board
0: Yeah they want to get on board to this deal you're talking about the yellow fever though that sounds like an absolute bargain where do they go to pick up season tickets or be it the student be it you know yellow fever or be it just your regular Joe what's the best way to do it?
1: Uh, you can go on the Tikatek site, um sells them, or you go onto our website, wellingfenix.com and you can just follow the links there.
0: You talked about winning. How are we going? I know, I'll probably get his name wrong because I'm a bit backer, but Obafemi Martins, this is the guy that everyone's trying to chase. What's the skinny with him?
1: Yeah, so Mark's, uh, Mark's I mean, it's been interesting, actually, since Mark's been here. He's fielded a number of calls, as you do for a, as a head coach, from agents and, and players around the world who are interested in coming here and um, he's had a few phone calls I mean you know we had a little we had a little crack at Michael Essien and just to the fact that uh, um, these things don't always come off um, but it shows the intent of the club and, and now Martins is on our radar and Mark's working pretty hard on a number of other players as well and it shows the intent that Mark has as head coach and also that the board are willing to support him by looking at players who do come Uh, with a a real history of of top-class and top-notch football behind them. And they'll make a real difference and a real addition to the squad. And um, Mark's doing a great job in that space.
0: And uh, have we got any imminent signings that we need to be aware of that you can uh, let the kid out of the bag? You won't do it, but I'll ask anyway. And and finally, before we leave? There's
1: there's nothing on the horizon which says the guy's going to be signed by the end of the week. Like I say, he's having a number of conversations with a number of, of people. He's also... The team shoot off to uh, Sydney for for a week to play three games over there. They've got they're playing Wanderers in Sydney and, and uh, Sydney Olympic in a, in a in a one week trial window over there. I um, no doubt he'll be looking at a few players there as well. Um, there's no one like that eminently on the on the horizon. We're going to sign the next couple of days. I, I I suggest that probably now he'll he'll do some some research when he's in Sydney, talk to a few people, and then he'll when he comes back. Um, if there's anyone else that he needs to get in, he'll bring him into New Zealand uh, at that stage.
0: General Manager of the Wellington Phoenix, David Dome, thanks very much for your time. Go well. Cheers.
1: Thanks, boss.